Hello, everyone, and welcome to She Heard, She Believed, and She Prospered podcast. My name is Anisha Davis, and I am a minister of the gospel. I am here to bring you encouraging messages that will help you with everyday life. The messages are Christian-based, and they are truly uplifting for the soul. Again, I want to welcome you, and thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful journey to a healthy and prosperous life. Hello, and welcome to She Heard, She Believed, She Prospered podcast. In today's podcast, we will focus on our God and awesome God our God, who is God of the Valley. I am your host, Anisha Davis, and thank you so much for joining me on tonight. We all go through trying times in our lives, and life is guaranteed to throw us a curveball or two, or sometimes maybe even three. And many a times those curveballs are not foreseen. I know I've gone through times like that where, you know, you get knocked down, you get knocked off your feet, and it blinds you. It comes out of nowhere. And sometimes, you know, those those situations can be pretty crippling. But I thank God that he is God of the valley. So when we are in those trying times, that he is there with us. And, you know, I know sometimes you feel as if, you know, everything is closing in on all sides. And here's what I can assure you tonight. Though you feel that way, I can assure you that victory lies ahead because we have a God who is of the valley. He is our father and he is with us. He knows what we're enduring. And he tells us that his yoke is heavy, but his burden is light. And this gives us a great expectation of good. And you know what that great expectation of good is? It's hope. And our hope is in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's also in the promises that he promised us that we will have life eternal. So when we go through trying times like this, it is so important for us to remain focused on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us to trust not, you know, to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to our own understanding. Acknowledge him in all our ways and he shall direct our path. God is telling us to trust in him and to lean not to our own understanding. What happens when we lean to our own understanding? You know, a lot of times we're in situations because of our own understanding, because we thought we should do it this way. Or we thought I had an opinion about this situation and this is how it should be handled. Or our perspective was this perspective, totally far away from what God had planned for us. And when we do those things, we're doing those things in our own effort. And they are sure to stress us out. They're sure to beat us up. And sometimes they're sure to even leave us for dead. But thank God for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who has already gone before us, who has already gone through that valley and prepared the way. God does not desire for us to go through valleys. But I love in Isaiah, he lets us know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. That means that they will form, but they will not have victory over us. We will not be defeated. God sent his son. Daddy sent his son. 
our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that we may have life abundantly. That doesn't mean that we have to fake it, you know, fake, act like nothing is happening in our life, act like, you know, we didn't get hit or blindsided with that situation, that curveball that was thrown in our life. Nor is he asking us to suppress it. No, it's real. It's there, but it's a lie. It is not. Let me rephrase that. It does not change the course and the direction and the plan and the purpose and the destination that God has called us to. It will not prosper. So that's what that scripture means when it says that it will form, but it will not prosper. And I really want you to get that tonight because I don't want you to think that though things are going on in your life, that God has placed these things in your life. No, he's told us in his word that the enemy, he is going to and fro in the earth, looking for us, looking for things that will devour us, trying to put things in our path, stumbling blocks going to and fro in the earth, seeking whom he may devour. That is his whole purpose, is to devour us, to shake us, to knock us off our feet, to throw those curveballs, to hit us and blindside us out of left field. But I thank God that his word is firm, that though they form, they will not prosper. I want you to think about driving a car and you moving forward. It's only when you glance in that rearview mirror do you notice what's going on behind you. Now, the rearview mirror is there and it has a purpose. It has a purpose to help guide you along the way. You know, when you need to exchange lanes, that's what your side mirrors are for. But if you focus only in the rearview mirror, you're only seeing what's behind you and you're not paying attention to what's in front of you. What I'm saying to you is this. When you do things like that, that rearview mirror represents, it has a perspective. And I love how the side mirrors operate. It has a little writing on there that says, objects are can be closer than they appear. So even when we're looking in these mirrors, it does not give us the exact location it gives us an idea that there are things around us that we may we need to be cautious of. And that is what's so beautiful about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He's saying that the weapons are there, they are around you, but they will not prosper. And the only way they don't prosper is if we stay focused on what's ahead. Now, if you remain focused on what's in that rearview mirror, you're guaranteed to crash. And this is the sad part. You're crashing into the median the thing that separates the let's like i said you're on the express so that that median that wall that's separating oncoming traffic on the other side you're guaranteed to crash in that into that or you're guaranteed to crash into someone next to you or the car can just spin out of control flip over none of those things god pr- placed there a purpose or you know meant for the that to happen to you It happens when we're off focus. It happens when we stay focused on what's behind us. Things that God is trying to bring us out of. And when you crash, 
you torn up a median. Now the 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 wall that's placed in the middle of that express to separate oncoming traffic, that was not placed there for you to crash. It it has purpose, but it's not for you to crash. It's to guide you to keep you on the right side of the express. The cars next to you, they have purpose. Their purpose is to move forward to the destination that they're headed to. Amen. But when you go over into their lane and you crash into them, you have, you know, you've detoured their destination. You've caused them to no longer to go be able to go forward. Not only did you affect them, but you also affect yourself. And so these are not the things that God has called us to. He called us to go forward, to move forward in the things of him, to move forward on the path that Christ has already prepared for us. And here are some other things that you may face. You may face a flat tire. Your car may break down. You may run out of gas. But guess what? God already foreseen those things. And that's why when you have a relationship with him, you have insurance for that car. That's what car insurance is for. There is a gas station maybe at the next exit. That's what the gas station is for. And then if your tire is flat, that's what the spare tire is for. And when you're allowing God to lead and guide you as you're driving this car, he has already planned out and prepared the way for you. Let me tell you what that re- that spare tire represents and the gas that's there off the exit for you and, you know, the insurance that you have. That insurance is the Holy Spirit. He is a guarantee of what is to come. And so he is the one that will lead and guide you into all truth. And that that he leads and guides you into is the wisdom and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. So Everything has purpose. And just as I use the analogy of driving the car, I want you to know the Holy Spirit is the revealer of truth. And he is the guarantee of the promise that is assured by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So you're not alone in what you're facing. You're not alone if you're not the only one that have had curveballs thrown toward you. And believe me, I'm not trying to dismiss what you're going through. Like I said, it is real. I mean, you are going through that situation, but it is a lie. It does not hold the destination that that you're going to be defeated. It does not hold a destination that there is no hope for you. No, that has already been promised and sealed in the blood of Jesus in the finished work of the cross. I love David when he said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know what that shadow of death is? It's darkness. It's sadness, it's emptiness, it is loneliness, it's depression, it's lack. You know, anything that you can think of that's opposite of joy and peace and righteousness and prosperity. That's what death is. And and I love how David speaks about this shadow of death and that valley. What does David say? I will fear no evil. You know what he did at that moment when he said that I take a stance and I will not let this valley of the shadow of death exalt itself. In other words, he's saying 
what I see in my natural eyes, this shadow of death that is laid before me, that's closing in on every side. David is talking about wars that he went through and faced. David is talking about the enemy that hid out and threw curveballs in his journey, in his walk with God, all the many battles that he had to go through. David is speaking about what we experience today. Can you imagine? David spent a lot of time in battle and in war because when it was time to build the house of God, God told David that he would not build the house because there was too much bloodshed on his hand. That's a lot of bloodshed. That's a lot of battles David faced. But I love how he took a stance and said, you know what? Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. He knew that God was with him even in his most trying times. And that's what I'm telling you. God is with you. Father is with us. He is the God of the valley. And David refused to allow that valley to exalt itself against what's above what's real and true. And the truth of the matter is, is that God is his father and that he's with him and that he would never leave nor forsake him. What else that David goes on to say? He says, your rod and your staff comforts me. When a sheep goes astray, the rod and the staff, it hooks, the shepherd hooks it around the sheep net gently and steer the sheep back onto path. That's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His way, his truth, and the life, it steers us back. He steers us back into the fold. He gets us back on focus. Though the car may have broken down on the side of the road, it'll eventually get fixed and you'll move on into your destination. And that is what our Lord and Savior does. That's what that shepherd does. He is our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. That's how David starts out Psalm 23. I shall not want. He makes it a declaration he will not want. He's never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. So again, though you go through these things, know that God is for you. Amen. He is with us and he will never forsake us. He is God of the valley. You know what he wants us to do now that we know that he's God of the valley? What does God want you to do? He wants you to rest. And I know you may think, wow, that's silly. You're telling me to rest. Okay. So when I think of resting, I think of laying down Anisha. I think of taking a blanket and a pillow, curling up and just going to sleep. You want me to close my eyes and ignore what's going on. No, I'm not telling you to ignore what's going on, but what God is telling you, he wants you to rest. You may be saying I'm facing serious illness or my relative is battling cancer. And you want me to rest, Anisha? My child is failing at school. You want me to rest? I'm about to lose my job. You want me to rest? They're foreclosing on my house. And you want me to rest? I just got bad news in the mail about my health screening. And you want me to rest? There's a pandemic going on in the earth. And you want me to rest? Yes, I want you to rest. Because when you realize that your life is not your own, that God is leading and guiding you, that he predestined you, that he foreknew you even before you enter into your mother's womb, he had purpose for you. He had plans for you. He has a destination for you. And it is one that is victorious. It is great. It is wonderful. It is magnificent. It is beyond our natural comprehension.
Yes, I'm telling you to rest. Abraham rested. Everything that was up against Abraham, Abraham rested. When God told him the amount of children that he would have, more than a grain of sin, Abraham believed, therefore Abraham rested. Esther did it. When everything was against her, Esther said, if I perish, I perish. Joseph did it. When everything was against Joseph, he trusted God when he was in a jail cell. He trusted God when he was accused of rape. He trusted God and he did what God had called him to do. Even in his lowest state in that jail cell, Joseph still ministered and trusted God. And one day he began, he was able to sit on the throne of Pharaoh and govern the land. That is the God that we serve. He is the God of the valley. Amen. Guess who else did it? Paul did it. Paul said, if, I'm a, if I find myself a base or I find myself a bound, I am content in whatever state I find myself in. That's a person that trusts, rely on, cling to. He rested. Jesus himself did it. He knew the cup that was given to him and that he would, need, he would have to drink from that cup. He knew that that cup will prepare a life for all of us today. A life that is victorious. And so, yes, rest. And to rest means to lay down your effort and to trust in the finished effort and the fulfilled work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is peace in knowing the author of peace. There is joy in knowing the author of joy. There is victory in knowing our chief commander in this battle that we may be facing. He has already gone before us. He has already prepared the way. He has already defeated the enemy and shut his mouth. So anything that we are facing is simply to shake us from our rest. And so I speak to you tonight and I tell you to rest. You're going to the other side. Things are working out for your good. You don't know how, but know that God is the God of the valley. Abba loves you. He promised you eternal life. And in that eternal life is you being victorious. You reaching the destination that he's called you to. You experiencing the purpose and the plans that he has for your life. You experiencing his prosperity that he has for your life. I ask you tonight to move forward, to stay focused. Do not look to the left or to the right because he is leading and guiding you into that victory that he has promised for you in your life. Be blessed until next time. And thank you all so much for listening in. She Heard, She Believed, She Prospered will be a bi-weekly podcast where I discuss many topics supported by Bible passages and how they apply to everyday life. We believe in feeding the soul and uplifting the spirit with truth, truth that expresses the love of God. My hope is to share Christ in a way that will encourage you to believe and live the life God has predestined for you and me. Don't forget to visit us on Instagram at She Heard Believe prosper and on Facebook at SHSBSP.